All T, no shade, uh. Tony L and J, what type of tea they serving? Is it Lipton? Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Take your mouth and start the clicking. This dope trio delivering substance with subjects that's busting. Uh, make you want to join a discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the bay ripping 8 1 trade, uh. It's all T, no shade. All T, no shade. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up? Welcome to all tea no shade where we are serving tea without the shade like we always do so pull up a seat and let's start this damn sip sash y'all sipping on some scissor sip sip sip, sip sipping on, on some scissor. scissor let's get it all right how's everybody's week's been go tj go, go tj, TJ. that's my tj that's my tj i had a not too good week Ooh. no but but I always change the perspective of things, and it really was a good learning week for me. Okay. So I'll get into that when I get into my portion of the show. Ooh, a bit more for Toast of the Wisdom? I toast to Wisdom. Toast One word I'll use mainly right now to start off so people remember when I get to my Toast of Wisdom humility. 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 Yes. Al, how's your week? My week, um,. It's been okay. Oh, he got the music to that, yeah. <laughs> Just okay? <laughs> it's been good. So you know when you get into like a new relationship, everybody comes from the woodworks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I'm officially booed up. Ooh. And literally... The official announcement on like, all Tino Shade wow. is in the podcast of fear. I hate y'all. No names. Uh, no names. And... I swear to you, like three of my ex-boyfriends, it's like they know. Yeah, do you men have scent. like, it's what, yes. what do you, how do you guys know these things? Because. I haven't posted anything. Because, well, you know what though? It's not just men. I think that's women too though. It is. It's like, it is. Some, it's like a it sixth is. sense. It's like your energy changes. It, like right. they, I think they see that you're not posting as much or certain things. Like your whole energy just, mm-hmm. is just different. Shifts. So all my exes have hit me up this week, mm-hmm. literally. So it's been an, an interesting week. And how does that make you feel, knowing that they've been hitting you up? I've just been cussing them out as they hit me up. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, why are you in my DM? Like, exactly. why did you delete my number? Like, oh, didn't last time I talked to you, didn't I tell you to delete my number? So why did you? Why are you yeah. still using it? But it's been interesting. It's been an interesting week. How have your, how's your week been, Jay? So my week has been pretty chill. I've been doing more writing on my blog the last couple of weeks. Um, so I've written two articles on NoeticLife.com, one hey. about modern day dating and another about just living your life your way right now. And um, I guess I hadn't written, written on my blog in a long time because I put a lot of writing into Noesis. So my blog was kind of spiderwebby. Just nothing's getting done on it. Do y'all journal at all? Cause like me for my blog is like my own personal journal that I allow other people to see or peek into the window, you know? So do y'all journal? I journal all the time. I mean, TJ knows this. TJ gave me mm-hmm. this really cool book uh, <laughs> for my journaling. Shout I hope you're TJ. using it. I actually am. It was a gift to me. Mm-hmm. And I gave oh. it to, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a sweet book. Yeah. But, uh, it's super cute. I thought that she really could utilize it better, more than what I could at this I've time. I've been using so, it. Good, so. I'm glad you like it. Right. So that means I gotta read it. I gotta read the journal. No, you just like, you Give my book back, girl. Nah, nah, nah. Ain't no Indian give us the hell. All right, guys, let's go he ahead and re- he regifted a gift. <laughs> regifted a gift. I, I use gift now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to the. Who am I? Who am I? I don't have the sound clip. I'll add it later. Okay. <laughs> so who am I? You know, I'm going to talk about humility. I'm going to I'm going to humble myself a little bit because I have been struggling all 2019. So how many how many points is TJ? Got? He still has three and I still have one. No one won it last week because last week you chose um, Chris Rock and listened to the episode. I was like, damn, how did I not guess that? I literally was like trying to give it to yeah, you guys. Yeah, it was pretty embarrassing. I really was. Well, as you can see, I knew who it was. He, I could not think of his he name. Knew, yeah, TJ I knew who it was. He just couldn't get the name. Yeah, so we're going to see what happens this week. All right, for those brand new sippers, who am I? I am going to explain somebody who's currently in the media, describe them, and it is up to the boys to come up with their name. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Let's do He's it. He's going to try. All right. So this person, I will take their name mm-hmm. or their character. Okay. That they're most known for. The name of the character. All right. So Disney movies. Mm-hmm. 
It is most famous for animated. Animated. So it's a movie or the person? It is a character. Oh gosh. Um, Kevin Hart. Frozen. He's a character. <laughs> but no. He is, you know, like an well, actual character. So. Well, I'm sorry. He's in um, the Pets movie. So um, that's, not, that's Pixar, isn't it? Um, animated character. It would be, you could even give me the name. Aladdin. So you said. No. Aladdin. No. The genie. Uh, no. Um. All right. He's known for having a sweet tooth. He embarks on multiple adventures with all of his friends. Um, he this is going to be hard for me. It's part know. of the chubby life. Um, Winnie the Pooh. Yes. Yay. I'm getting it back. Yes, yes, yes. So Winnie the Pooh, the actual voice actor for him, Jim Cummings, is reportedly accused of rape. How are you going to pass over my win like that, though? Oh, my like, God. I, I just want to rub it in a little bit. Let, let him get I want to okay, rub it ahead. in. Go my ahead. bad, my bad. Hey, TJ. Yeah, go ahead, man. Doesn't How's that loss feel? Mm-hmm. How's it feel? Oh. Your boy is coming back. The body slam. Who's still in the lead, though? Thank you. TJ, for Thank the moment. You. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm like Michael Jordan. Like I back, said, though. Humility. Team light Humble skin. Oneself. Curry from deep. Let's go. All right. You, now you can carry on with your beautiful information. <laughs> so the, the guy who voices him is pretty much accused of rape, animal Ooh. abuse, Ooh. and drug addiction. Wow. wow. Like, he been getting it. Yes. The guy who voices Winnie the Pooh? The guy who How old is he, though? He's got to be super old. Yeah. I don't Hold on, it's got to be a different guy versus the original. There's no way. Winnie the Pooh was around when? 19... A long time ago. Yes. A long time ago. Yes. There's no way he's the same guy. It's the guy. I mean, he looks old, so it might be. So what's his name? His name is Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings. I mean, he has a name for a perf. I, um, it's a, yes, it is appropriate for that. <laughs> you said Cummings. I hate all of you. Well, You're the one who chose him. <laughs> you know what, though? Like, Winnie the, I don't. I can't speak to that guy because I don't know that guy. But if you go back and read Winnie the Pooh books and quotes, man, Winnie the Pooh had a lot of great quotes in yes. the, in the TV show. Yes, yes, he did. Mm-hmm. If you have you gone back and watched Looney Tunes? No, it's hilarious, too. and there's so much adult content. There is. It's so yes, funny it because is. when you're a kid, you don't. You just laugh it, at whatever. Yeah, you don't realize like so much goes above your head. Mm-hmm. But going back and watching some of like the old cartoons, like Ren and Stimpy. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, when and Stimpy was not a kid's cartoon. That was like a teenager's In, cartoon. Uh, appropriate, even SpongeBob. Like SpongeBob is out here being a player, player. He's yeah. all about Sandy the squirrel. Mm-hmm. Like he just trying to get a nut, honey. But you know, as adults, we we can we pick up on these subtle things in, mm-hmm. in cartoons now. But mm-hmm. back then, as kids, you don't. I mean, go back to Bugs Bunny when they had Peppy Le Pew. Peppy Le Pew. And he was always chasing that one cat, trying to get him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is true, and it's so funny because um, it's some of the Looney Tunes. Like, they actually have, like, racist commentary back in the day. Like well, well, again, if you think about, like, last week we talked about comedy and how com- comedians don't have the same uh, window of what they can joke yeah. about. It's the same thing back then, yeah. 80s and you know, early 90s. They could joke about certain things and get away with it that you can't get away with now. So, but, you know, as an adult, even I go back listen to um, old 90s R&B, as a kid, I'm like, yo, I was singing this? But as a dog, I'm like, yo, they were talking about fucking. <laughs> so. Okay, my favorite song was I Like Big Butts and I Cannot Lie. I like big all the words. And they lie. All of us can't deny. deny. When a girl walks in with a itty bitty waist and a brown thing in your, your face, you get sprung. sprung. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I mean like, I'm like eight, you know, just saying it, singing it, feeling it. And I'm like, my mama really just had me out here looking crazy. Yeah, I had to hide most of that stuff until I was appropriate age. My mom wouldn't let me play. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our listener shout-out. Who we shouting out this week, Who Jay? you got for us, man? So this week's listener shout-out will go to two very important people. Um, very important. Very important. You guys don't very, when I say you guys, I mean the sippers, don't really hear their voices too often because... They are behind the scenes for Altino Shea. <laughs> I said Altino Shea. Altin? Altino Shea. Altino Shea. Altino Shea. And one is, I guess we call him our engineer, our sound guy. He's not with us today, but 
um, Shay, we're going to shout out Shay, who has been helping us grow in our sound and our production. Um, as y'all know, it takes a, a, a village to raise a, a child. Mm-hmm. And this Altino Shay is our child. And we're trying to grow it. Um, and the other person we're going to shout out is our new videographer. Newest recruit. Newest right. recruit, Mr. Emmett Lane. Mm-hmm. Um, we know Emmett through, well, we know Emmett through his photography. He does some dope photography. You probably have seen it. If you're in the Bay Area, you've probably seen his photos and don't even know it. Um, but he came on board and he's doing our, our videos for us. And we're just super excited about having these two guys on as part of the team and the things that they're bringing. Definitely. Right? I'm super yes. excited. Shout out to Shay. Shout out to Emmett. Yes, 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 yes. yes we appreciate yes. y'all guys. Mm-hmm. We are looking for other people who are interested in adding our team. We're continuously growing. So if you have um, any event planning skills or if you are social media savvy or you are website mm-hmm. savvy, mm-hmm. then go ahead and hit us up on our website, on our Gmail at altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com. That's altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into the main sip of the day. Y'all ready for this? Hey, L, do you know what time it is? Okay. Hey, sippers, do you know what time it is? It's time for the main sip. The main sip, hey, it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Get your drink ready. Get your drink ready. Time for the main sip. The main sip. It is time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Ah, get your cup ready, get your drink ready, tea ready. Ah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. It's time. I, I think for that's the, like the best part of the show for all of yes, us. Yes, <laughs> it gets us hype, man. It gets us hype. We be jamming in here, y'all. The sippers be jamming too. Actually, I've had people reach out to me like, "Yo, that that intro song for the main sip is kind of dope." So, I mean, you got like, go ahead, get your little, get your little recognition. <laughs> Where you can. All right, for the main sip today, we are talking about the very, very best of Mr. John Singleton. Well, I'll leave you to ponder over that while we turn to John Singleton, the promising young director who made Boys in the Hood. His new picture, Poetic Justice, which stars Janet Jackson as a girl struggling to get out of the ghetto, is soon to have a limited release in this country. I met and talked to Singleton on location in South Central Los Angeles. Her name is Justice. The reason why I love you is I was in the county jail. You sent me all on nice poems. To escape the violence of the streets, she needed the poetry in her heart. You've got to move on. There's another man out there somewhere. His name is Lucky. What y'all niggas doing? Looking for some buses to Jack. To face the madness around him. All he had was the music in his soul. Fate brought them together. There still isn't a lot of justice. Like, make up 20% of this country, but we make up 95% of what's cool and hip about this country. Every time something comes up that's like, that's like down and cool, right? We're on the hub of it, right? And then, and then the dominant culture gets a hold of it, right? And then by that time, we're moved on. We got something new to knew to talk about yeah we're gonna do a good tribute to john singleton i know so for our sippers who've been under a rock john singleton who is one of the most world-renowned black directors actually just passed away through Mm -hmm. a stroke he was the ripe young age super young 55 Wow, was he 55? Probably 57, maybe. No, 51. Oh, 51. Right, so he passed away. Apparently, he had a stroke um, about a week or two weeks ago, and his family has finally decided to take him off of life support. And so he passed shortly thereafter. Wow, I didn't know he was 51 years old. That is super, super young. That's just, I mean, like, realistically, that's midlife right now for a lot of us. It really is. Most people these days are living a little bit, at least until the 80s. So it's so sad that he passed away at such a young age, but it's such a blessing. To get your vitals, find out what your blood pressure is, find out if you have hypertension, like... We love salt, we love some seasoning, but we have we to do, do it in moderation. Yeah. We, sh- we should not be passing away at 51. I'm sorry, go ahead. A big part that's due to our lifestyle. Yeah. How we, like you said, the, the foods we eat, the things we intake and put into our body, a lot of part, a lot of that plays a big part on us with our health, as well as our mental health as well. Yeah. But I think we should, I really think that'd be a good point for a show one day for us all. So talk about lifestyle. Lifestyle you know, changes. Yeah, but let's get back into the great John Singleton. 
So he had, he had a lot of um, great movies out that I don't think a lot of people realized he was a part of. Mm-hmm. Y'all mind if I name a couple of movies? I'm going to name a few of them off the top. Go Please ahead. Do. So say I think, with your chest. Say with my chest. So mm-hmm. as we know, we have um, Boys in the Hood, Four Brothers, Shaft, Baby Boy, Hustle and Flow, Poetic Justice, Poetic Higher Justice. Learning, yes. Too Fast, Too Furious, Rosewood, just to name a Ooh. few. Rosewood. I did love Man, Rosewood. Did you, did you name Four Brothers? Because that was my jam. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Four yes. Brothers, I named that one. Shaft. Shaft, yep. Baby Boy, all those. Shaft was literally my favorite for so long. Yeah. I, I, thought, I thought Shaft was good. I, I, it's not one of my, my favorite of Mr. Singleton himself. Um, what is your favorite? Um, Honestly, I was going to ask this question to y'all, but we can do it now. Okay. My favorite, I would say, is Hustle and Flow. Okay. And the reason I say Hustle and Flow um, is because that I think everyone can relate to the, the chasing the hustling of your dream and the struggle of trying to get your dream to come to fruition, right? And mm-hmm. then just finally getting that breakthrough. And there was just so many great scenes. And even though he was a pimp, mm-hmm. he was a pimp trying to get out of that industry right. and, and follow his hip-hop career or dream. So... I think for me, because I've, I've struggled as a young man trying to follow my dream, mm-hmm. that I could relate to just the, the not the drug life or the pimp life, but just the hustle of the dream. What was, what was your favorite um, John Singleton? Probably Boys in the Hood. No, <laughs> um, I love that. I can relate to that one a lot. Um, I love Poetic Justice, but mine's is Rosewood. Rosewood really? is it's, it's such a history with that and the learning in that, especially for us as black people, seeing our history, seeing what happened to us back in that town yeah. that whites did to us. That was here in Florida. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Because yeah, Rosewood was here for, definitely. But to know that they sat here and just evicted blacks from a mm, town, yeah. from the lie of a woman. That movie it's, pissed me off. And, and that's what I liked about it. It pissed me <laughs> off. No, and that's what I liked about it because as much as anger it, it put inside of me, it also taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it taught me how to view things, perspective, uh, even my own actions. Yeah. And even it just taught me about some of the nature of not all, but some white people. You yeah. know, and it it just that that movie just did a lot. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, please watch I, it. I struggle. I'll be honest with you. I kind of struggle watching um, movies that document the black history of struggle, the racism, and the hate that goes on. Like I think they're they're great pieces in American history, but like Twelve Years a Slave, I struggle watching yeah. that. Yeah. I, I'm so personally, I, I'm with you. I'm so tired of watching yeah. us like in that role of being yeah. slaves and. If you've seen the roots, then I think we've seen enough, yeah. right? Like, and so I get you. But Rosewood is a pretty excellent movie. No, Rosewood was a great, great movie. Uh, what's your one of your favorite movies? I guess I'm gonna have to be the one, the like what? stereotypical one, and say Boys in the Hood. I love Boys in the Hood. Boys though. in the Hood is <laughs> legit hood one of the best movies ever of all time. Not only did you have a group of black people focus, but they were in the ghetto, and they showed you yeah. that it's not. I feel like a lot of times when you have movies that are set in the ghetto, everyone is ghetto, everyone is yeah. a thug. Here it showed that the ghetto is comprised of a lot of people, different, people, yeah. different families, different lifestyles. It's not always all ghetto. It's not all, always drug dealing. It's not always gangster stuff. There's, there's football players there's trying football to get out. There's football players, there's yeah. families that are good and hardworking, and, you know, it's a comprehensive, cohesive group, a community. Yeah. And so I think it's super important to show that, and I think that was one of the very few, first few visions yeah. that we mm-hmm. saw mm-hmm. where black people were shown kind of not as, like, one group of yeah, I mean, it's identical just, people. I love that movie. Boys in the Hood is definitely hood. probably what talking about top three. It's just, it's just, that was probably my first time seeing Cuba Gooding Jr. Um, in a role, yeah, and then also seeing Ice Cube in acting as well. And um, again, I was a high school football player, so I, you know, I related a lot to um, the, the character in Boys in the Hood. I can think of his name, the one that played football, mm-hmm. who got shot, Trey, right? No, right. was it Trey? I can think of the guy who got shot. But 
Again, Boys in the Hood was just an amazing movie. So let me ask you guys this. When you think about black directors and producers, where do you think John Singleton was, should be ranked among them? Because you have, you have Spike Lee, mm-hmm. you have Tyler Perry, you have Ryan Coogler, you have John Singleton, you have Lee Daniels, you have Jordan Peele, you have, and you have Antoine Fuqua, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Where would y'all rank John Singleton in, in black director history? I think he's the OG. The OG? Yeah, I think he's the OG. I think he, I think John Singleton is, was the last generation's Ryan Coogler. Mm, um, I can see that. I can see that. And so because of that, I think he's in the forefront. I don't think anybody goes above Spike Lee because Spike mm. Lee's just the man. I would say no one goes above Spike Lee for me. I mean, <laughs> who, Spike who goes Lee. above Spike Lee, right? But I would say he's a, probably number, number two, two for me. TJ? Mm-hmm. I don't like really ranking people in that manner because when you do that, you kind of disrespect with them, their achievements in some kind of way to me sometimes, you know. All, all these are great directors. All of them had good movies, great movies. And yeah. for each of us, they did something and said something to us in a certain kind of way. So I really don't want to rank them like that, but I'll say and say he is one of the all-time greats. I think, he, like that. I think he's number two. But like El said, you think about Spike Lee. Spike Lee has done so much. I think he's probably produced and directed over 30 films. That's not even counting TV mm-hmm. shows and commercials that Spike Lee did. Mm-hmm. But John Singleton has done a lot of dope movies. I mean, yes. just think about Portic Justice. Mm-hmm. I mean, Portic Justice was amazing. We had Janet, we had two, two entertainers yes. who became great actors for that movie, mm-hmm. Janet Jackson and, and Tupac. Tupac, yep. Right? And so, I don't know Portic Justice. A lot of people love Portic Justice, yeah. man. It's so funny because it was like the cutest little love story. And I think that's back when Janet looked her best. Like she had the little little baby fat on her face still. And she was just gorgeous. I mean, we still rocking poetic justice braids. The box braids. The box braids. The box braids are back this year. I see a lot of women. Maybe it was last year too, but I see a lot of women rocking the box braids these days. All right. So here's some fun quotes from poetic justice. A wise man once said, look at the ocean and realize that no matter how famous you are or how much money you make, no that you'll never be as important as the ocean. You'll never be as important as the ocean. Mm-hmm. I think it's about perspective. So it's just mm-hmm. like, and I, I think about this all the time, no matter how big you get, right? You're still so small mm-hmm. in this universe. Yeah. There are so many things greater and bigger than you. It's, sometimes it's really important to understand your humility mm-hmm. <laughs> and understand and have humility mm-hmm. because you are such a small thing in yeah. this huge We universe. are super small. Like every time I see the graph or the video of Earth in the Milky Way compared to the rest of the universe, how we get smaller and smaller, yes. it just blows my mind. So yes. to, to that point of the quote, we are pretty ins- insignificant in comparison to the ocean. Here's another quote that I think is important. Alone, all alone, nobody but nobody can make it out here alone. I think this is really important commentary because I think we've gotten into the do me culture, just do me. Mm-hmm. I'm just mind your business, and we it's proven like from historic, like from the history perspective, that we work better as a group, as, as a, a group. community, Absolutely. as a team. Absolutely, yeah, you know what I mean? for sure. And so I think a lot of the things that we're struggling right now with um, upward mobility, social changes. Um, racism, discrimination, all of that joint. It's not something that we can overcome alone. It's not something yeah. we can overcome on that do me culture, right? Yeah. We can only overcome if we get together as a community and work together. And it's, I, I have to say, like, apathy and the do me has to be one of the worst things for our culture, that, that attitude. Because I was just talking to TJ about this. I looked about how my parents back in the day came on. You know, my parents mm-hmm. are immigrants. They came from Trinidad with no money, um, and they have, you know, made a life for themselves—a successful life, a profitable life. How do you do that? How do how do a lot of immigrants do that? And if you look at it, immigrants specifically, the reason why they do so well uh, economically in America is a lot of them use it. A lot of them rely on their community. Yeah. Like I know one of my friend who's Asian, they all live in one house together. That's hard to do, right? Man. So yeah, they do it though. Her her family initially, it was like three families all living in one home together. 
And what they did was everybody worked for the first business to open the first business. Everybody worked at the first business, mm-hmm. saved up the money. And one family owned that. Then everybody worked to get the second business up together. All the profits, all the money yeah. went to the second business. That was for the second family. The third business for the third family. They didn't move on or move out of each other's house. And even now that they moved out, they literally all live within the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they all have really successful businesses, but they did it as a group. I mean, yeah. if you were to pool your resources with your family or with your friends or with the people in your life who you can trust, you can do so much more than what you can do by yourself. I think we lose sight of that. Um, and I think it's important that we kind of come back to that. I mean, I've never, if you watch any of those interviews and uh, that they do with you know celebrities and CEOs and people who have their own businesses, they all say that they needed help from someone else in order to keep going. So no one, I've never met anyone who's been successful who's done it all by themselves. It's too, true. Too many people have the uh, individual mentality. And with that, that's why they don't succeed. They succeed to a small portion at times. Yeah. But even then, they don't even want to oftentimes accept nor realize that they do have someone helping them. Yeah. So, and it's not always in the forefront. Sometimes, sometimes somebody in the back, oftentimes, is helping you without you even knowing it. Yeah. You know, but they are aware that you need this assistance. But maybe it's your pride, your ego that holds you back from asking for it. But they'll still do it for you. Yeah. But it, when you mentioned that, it reminded me of that old movie with um, Martin Lawrence, Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins. I don't know if I ever saw yes. that one. I've seen that. it. Watched it. Remember how he started out? He got into the power of me. What was the power of me? Yeah. What the book was? Mm-hmm. He was all about his success, all yeah. about what yeah. he's done. But when he went home to visit his family, he realized a whole lot more. Yeah. And that that movie, I watched about three times. I do like the movie. It's funny also. Yeah. But it's, it's a different message I get from it each time that I watch it. But when people, for any, any of our listeners, please watch that movie again. If you haven't seen it, watch it. And see what you get from that, because it tells a lot about your individuality and how you also need family and friends. Agreed. So here's another tidbit. Um, so Ice Cube, I'm talking about, we were talking about um, Poetic Justice. So mm-hmm. Ice Cube turned down the role of Lucky in Poetic Justice, which ended up being played by Tupac. Jada Pickett-Smith and Lisa Bonet auditioned for the role of Justice, which ended up being played by Janet Jackson. So mm-hmm. it is funny because you don't hear that story, but thing about Tupac, Tupac killed it, but potentially it could have been Ice Cube been doing that. I love Ice Cube. But Ice Cube apparently turned it roll down. He said at that time he he had not gotten further enough in his acting career Mm -hmm. to focus on a romantic role. Mm -hmm. But he had just did Boys in the Hood. And so here's another little tidbit. So the role of Doughboy specifically was written for Ice Cube, who Singleton met with working as an intern at the Arsenio Hall show. Singleton claims that the other two leads, Cuba Gooden Jr. and Morris Chestnut, were cast simply because they were the first ones to show up for the casting auditions. That's the only reason why they, they got no they showed up first. Hey. So that's the testament sometimes. That's like it. you just gotta be the first one to you show up. Early bird yep. sometimes gets the, the worm. worm. Yep. Right? That's a testament to that. All right, here's another one before just the last one. So Justice, which is um, Jay Jackson's character, goes, I'm a phenomenal woman, phenomenally phenomenal woman. That's me. That's the quote. Everyone loves that quote. Everyone that's loves that quote, quote, but a lot of people don't realize that's how Maya Angelou got put on yeah. for a lot of people. A lot of people didn't know Maya Angelou before that movie. Mm, so true. Poetic Justice was one of the, the things that kind of opened up Maya Angelou to the black community. I mean, people did know about her beforehand, right. but it made her a little bit more more mainstream. More mainstream as a, as a poet. Um, why, why do you like the movies that you just mentioned? Like, what's the deeper meaning behind? Like, you said you like... Um, you said Rosewood. You kind of mm-hmm. just said that, but is there a deeper meaning about it? Like you said, Boys in the Hood. Like why? Like, Boys why? in the Hood is my favorite. Is not is what I think John Singleton's best work is. But my favorite actually is Baby Boy. Mmm, Baby Boy, Jody. Jody. Yo, Jody. First, you got the bun, the guns, and the butter. <laughs> you got the guns and the butter. Baby Boy. Baby Boy is my favorite. Why, because Baby Boy? So ratchet. Baby Boy to me is one of those movies that it's so bad that it's good. Oh, like man. I legitimately can watch it 
back to back to back to back. Joe, you know that let was me smell your dick. <laughs> that was Taraji P Henson's first role, major role in yeah. a movie. Yeah. So that's when she came out. Now she's doing big things. She's huge so, now. So think about the doors that John Singleton opened oh, yeah. for that. It's crazy. You know? you know what the thing about I like I really love about Taraji P Henson, and I would love um, that other comedian who I always hate on. I don't hate on her, but I just hate her comment. I hate what she represents. Tiffany? Tiffany Haddish? Oh, I don't, yeah, I'm not a fan of Tiffany Haddish. Sorry, Tiffany. I if would if love... You, I'm a fan of you. You're sexy, but if you're listening to Altino Shade, I'm not a fan of her. I'm not a fan of her just because I feel like she is every stereotypical ghetto... Like, she's literally the walking stereotype for yeah. black people, but, like, the negative ones. Um, but what I what I think would be interesting or what would make me like Tiffany Haddish more because what I don't like is I think sometimes I'm not overly sensitive I like some stereotypes I like that black people eat chicken and watermelon like you you can be ghetto like Tarashi P. Henson was in Baby Boy right but I want to see some diversity like I want to see some difference and I think Taraji P. Henson is like the is beautiful at it because Mm -hmm. she can go super ghetto she can be hood but then you also see her in elevated roles where she's Mm -hmm. more classy you know what I mean she she shows different levels I wish that Tiffany Haddish would do that too to defend Tiffany to defend her she's she's still why do you have to defend her because I I do like uh, (laughs) (laughs) I do like her you know but it's just it's just maturity that she'll have as she come along and she as long as she stays into the game as long as she stays in acting and and, uh, comedian she'll grow She'll grow out of that also. She'll start doing some more um, different things, the more diverse things also. As well. The more roles she get open. Right. But I want to answer your question. Yeah, you definitely. About that. From Hustle and Flow, Baby Boy, Poetic Justice, a lot of those movies we can relate to because of, um, in different kind of ways, maybe from our upbringing, where we mm-hmm. lived at and so forth. I love those movies. Yeah. The reason why, to me, Rosewood is so significant and different because it's part of our history that we don't see. And we really didn't it, know about right, and we see it, but we see it differently now. But they are our, our ancestors who lived through that, and to see how it's easier for us now—not easy, but easier for us now—because yeah. there's no way I can't see white America destroying towns like that now with mm. us. We wouldn't allow that. Yeah, you know, we fight back now. Our yeah. fear is not as much as it was back then. So for me to see that part of history. That's why I like that. It's, it's not a relatable part. Yeah. It's a part that I need to know about, you know? Yeah. I think for me, the reason, like I think I mentioned earlier, like hustle and flow is just to hustle and the dream of everything. So I'm not going to go back into that. I just want to get your little perspective on why y'all chose that. Um, I, I think that John Singleton has had a huge influence on black culture, telling stories that other people might not want to touch. Mm-hmm. Like you think about higher learning, right? Like higher learning. Which is yes. dope movie. Yes. Dope movie. Yeah, yes. you know, talking about like the school, like the guy was going to be shooting. Like today, that's a real thing that's happened all the time. So yes, he was is. he was telling a story in in the 90s. Yeah. That is now happening in real life yes. every year here in America. And so Omar Epps killed that role. I gotta watch that again. You know, I haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah, I'm totally yeah, yeah. down to see that. I haven't seen yeah. it in a long time, but I remember it being like the best. I'm gonna yeah. go on a John Singleton binge this week at home, watch a lot yes. of his movies. We encourage all the sippers to go yes. and tribute to John Singleton. Go and and unfortunately, I don't know why we do this, but we don't appreciate the people while they're here. Yes. We wait until they pass to make their song be the number one streaming exactly. song or it makes their movies the number one movie ever. You know what I mean? It's like, why? let's, let's do better with that. Let's make it important while they're here. Like Spike Lee, go, go binge Spike Lee's yeah. shit. Right yes. now. Like he has so many, sorry, so many great, great movies that people don't realize. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I agree. My mom always says, give me my roses while I'm here. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't, I, I don't come to my funeral if you haven't come to my birthday. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, you know, don't. Wow. Don't. I've never heard that before in my 38 years. I've heard those, those proverbs, beautiful proverbs. Yeah. Really, uh, don't come to my, bur- don't come to my funeral mm-hmm. if you ain't come, if you haven't come to my birthday. Mm-hmm. That ain't a proverb. That's an L word. That's an L word. I just came up with that on my dome. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Well, you know, that's a proverb now. Yeah. All right. You, hey. you know what? That should be out. This week, girl, I'm going to post that on I'm going to do a quotable for it. Yes. No, that's going to be the title, of the, the title of the episode. Don't, yes. Oh, yeah? Don't come to my, don't come to my funeral if you're not 
coming to my birthday. Yes. Yeah, been to my birthday. We'll get it right. Yeah. yeah. For my funeral. Just Anything else on John Singleton? So my birthday is May 24th. You're bringing your asses in. Yeah. All of y'all. All of this is coming to my birthday. Yeah. I'm having a party at your house. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's but yeah, cool. I mean, I think it's really important. Give your people your roses now. I mean, it's really... I've, last three months, I've really had some me time. I uh, have been sitting down and really focusing on the things that are important to me. And one thing that I realized, and I think we all kind of feel guilt or run guilty on this, is when you get really busy, you can not purposely, but you can kind of let your friendships fade, especially as you get older. You get caught up in your own life. You get caught up in your own life. And I think... Like definitely having this moment to sit down and reflect your friends, your the, the people who you you know are working walking this life with are so crucial and so important, and you have to put into that relationship just like any other romantic yeah. relationship, right? You have to put effort in it, so you have to do for friendships as well. Absolutely, because tomorrow is not promised, man. So let's let's appreciate our family and our friends while they are here living. And I always tell people that, you know, at, when, on my deathbed, I don't want a funeral. Like, I want to have a celebration of life where mm-hmm. I can still see it. Put me in a room with all my closest friends and family, and everything that you're going to say at my funeral, I want you to say it there so I can hear it. Because I can't hear it at the funeral. I'm dead and gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not for me. That's for That's for the people... Who are mourning. Yeah, I just, I mean, you think about, like, they get up on the stage, they have this big speech about how great the person was, but how many times have those people actually told told that person specifically? You know, this is an opportunity or reminder for our listeners that if you have people in your life that support you, that appreciate you, that lift you up, this is the time to tell them that now, you know, because... Like like Jay said, tomorrow isn't guaranteed. John Singleton died at 51. 51. I mean, that's really young. My brother died at 28. So there's just... Who died at 28? My brother. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, so there's no guarantees of tomorrow. There's nothing... And one of my biggest regrets, I mean, I told my brother I loved him all the time because, you know, that's just who I am as a Mm -hmm. person. But, like, I wish I would have told him more, you know? I wish I would have told him how important he was to me and how much he grounded me and how much I appreciated him and looked up to him. You know, there are conversations that I wish I would have had. And so now is definitely the time to have those conversations when that person's here because they can't hear you when you're saying it at their funeral. And and you're right. And Well, uh, let's have this conversation right now because you're oftentimes on the show telling me you hate me. I do. It's true. It's factual. She means it in a good way. Say what I said. I said what I said. But I love you. (laughs) I love you. No, I really appreciate these fellas on this podcast. I hate you, Barney. Uh, I really appreciate the guys on the podcast. Outside of the podcast, we are actual real-life friends. And I will say that these two men, if I call them and I need something, they got me. And I don't have to question it. Like, it just, they got me. And that's a beautiful thing, and that's a beautiful friendship. And I'm really appreciative of both of you. Well, thank you. Thank you. And we're the same way with you. Aww. We really are. (laughs) Love. It's a love session up in here. So I hope separately y'all enjoy um, us, just us talking about John Singleton and tribute to him um, for this week. And so just spread the love of John Singleton. If you see, heard a movie you haven't, that we talked about you haven't seen, go watch it. Go share it. Just share anything from him this week. And um, that's, even though John can't see it, let's just show him some love. Yes. And if you have a chance, listeners or sippers, uh, engage with us on our Facebook page, Altino Shade or our Facebook group, Altino Shade Podcast and Friends, and let us know what your favorite John Singleton movie is and why. All right. All right. Moving on, let's go ahead and get into my least favorite. It's your most favorite time. It should be her, her, her most favorite because she is always winning right here. But I got a feeling that maybe... One of these days, TJ is going to get a win against you. He hasn't gotten one yet, though. It was close last week. He's gotten week. one against a, a guest before, but and it was close last Damn, week. I got a guest. Wow. No, no, no. I was saying you got a win against <laughs> no, a guest. Remember, you got one against Miss, no, Mrs. Sally Ferkin when she was on yeah. pulling in for L. She did a good job. She did pretty good. She did. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, Sippers, if it's your first time listening to All Tino Shade, which I hope it isn't, um, I'm about to play five songs for TJ and L to guess. They can guess either the artist or the name of the song 
then the goal is for them to do it before one another and before you. And it's your job, Sippers, to try to guess it before them. All right. And so these songs range uh, over the last, I would say last 30 years, hip hop, R&B, um, you name it, it'll be there. You can find these songs on the All Tino Shade Spotify playlist. Please go stream them because we do not own these songs. We just love these songs. And it's a dope playlist. But we just want the artists who created them and the record labels to get their love. All right, guys. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. This first song came out in 1986. Dan Jackson. No. Bobby Brown. No. Errol Smith. Okay. That's part. That part of it. Walk this way. This. It's not there. Walk this way. Yeah, she got it. It is what? <laughs> it's actually Run DMC. Okay, yeah. It's yeah, actually yeah, Run yeah, DMC yeah. featuring Aerosmith. Yeah. Good one. Hey. So, where did they get the no shoelaces in the Shelter Adidas idea from? Where do you think they got it from? Mm. Any guesses? So. Prison? Correct, because their friends were in jail, and so, as you know, they couldn't wear shoelaces in jail because they potentially might hang themselves. Mm-hmm. And so, in a tribute to be more street and to respect to their friends, they started rocking the shell to Adidas with no shoestrings. All right. One zip, one zip, one zip. <laughs> oh, go start sipping, girl. No, you don't start <laughs> sipping. All right, this next song came out. In 1992. Jan Jackson? No. TLC. Yes, TLC. TJ got one. He got one, y'all. <laughs> Whatever. So this song came out in 1992. It is TLC. It's called Baby, Baby, Baby. That should have been two, but I'll take it. Back I had Aerosmith, but okay. But it was Run DMC, though. True, true, true. All right. So, having sold over 85 million records, TLC is the number one American girl group of all time and second worldwide. Who do you think is number one in the world? Girl group. Girl group. Spice Girls. Correct. Yeah. Spice Girls. Spice Girls. What's your favorite TLC song? Probably, uh, What About Your Friends? What's yours, uh? What About Your Friends? That's a good one. Actually, oh. First of all, I'm like a TLC... I used to love TLC. Fanatic, yeah. so creep. I can't. Creep. I literally can't. So I creep. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't know that was what good I too. do. Yeah. I yeah, also like I'm Pretty. Red Light Special. Oh, that, yeah. was oh. that was mine. That was mine. Red love Red Light Special. Light special. That's still on, the, on, the, on that special yeah. playlist, y'all. Yes, it is. All right, y'all. So it's 1-1. One, one. We got a little battle going. I tried, to, I tried to choose some popular song, Zippers. This next song came out. In 2003. Nelly. No, close. I like how you do it right there. Do it right there. Right there. Right there. Hey, this is Chingy. Oh, Chingy, that's it. it. I couldn't get his name. Yeah. <laughs> Chingy. <laughs> TJ, you gotta start saying the name of the song. That's how she get you know, right now. Yeah. So 19. Oh, this came out in 2003. What record label was Chinky signed to? I have no clue. Disturbing the peace. Disturbing oh, the peace. Oh, he's part of Luda? He was. I don't, yeah, Luda. I don't think he's with him anymore, though. All right, 2-1. Two, 2-1. One, two, one. We got a little battle. He's still in it, TJ. Mm-hmm. This next song came out in 2007. 2007. I don't think either one of y'all going to get this one. We'll see. Listen to the voice. Oh, I know this. That was my favorite thing. Neo. No. 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 Justin Timberlake. No. 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 Oh, I hate this. Oh, uh, Timberland. Yes. 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 <laughs> I knew it like it's I was like getting right, closer I used to love closer. this joint right here, man. It was a great beat, man. Fowls. Hey. Yeah. It didn't make you want to dance. That was one of my gym songs right there. Oh, was it? Yes, it was. You should have known man. that one then. Yeah. I'm going to put that back on I my gym songs. Names, yeah. Hi, L. There you go again. So, who does Timbaland give credit for helping him get put on the map? Who does he give credit to? 
Timbaland? Yes, Timbaland. Aaliyah? No. Missy Elliott? Missy, Missy Elliott, Missy. correct. Missy, Missy Elliott. Elliott is one of the most... Like, she does not get enough credit for what she did mm-hmm. for female rappers. Yeah. And just for the music, in period. Like she's she get, fire. She, isn't she the first female to get into the Rock, of, rock and Roll Hall yes. of Fame? Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. Let's go three one. That's it. That's three one. Ah. Yeah. Well, no. If you get the next two, then you you would tie. Technically, you we could. do one more, don't we? No, we yeah. do five. Right? We do five. Yeah, so, so we got one more. It's three one. So she giving you opportunity. She said to give you opportunity. She's feeling generous. Oh, oh. That's not nice. So, oh, there's no. Oh yeah. Go ahead. We're gonna play this. <laughs> I can't count y'all. That's right. The sippers might be leading though. Yeah, I ain't leading nothing. This this last song came out in 2002. Oh, shit. 2002. Brandy. How do you know that already? I literally love this song. Like, Brandy's in the the Monica versus Brandy war. I always am team Brandy. Yeah, I always been Brandy. Yes. Why is that even a war? Monica is no good, war. but she's not Brandy. No, no a lot of people think Monica's better than Brandy. Because they came out pretty much doing the same time. They came out the same time, at the same age. They both were vocal talents. They both were um, mentored under Whitney Houston. What's the name of the song, though? What about us? No. Hold on. This was a good night. They, they had a remix with this with Kanye, didn't they? Full Moon. Full Moon, Full moon yeah. Full that was moon. a good mm-hmm. So what is the name of the show that Brandy was on and she had? Moesha. Yeah, Moesha. No. Alright. Well, L. I don't even wanna fry. I don't even wanna cry. Since you walked up in the club. We're gonna give L a little bit of love on that one. She, she gets her love. She is the winner. She is the winner. So congratulations to L Sippers. We hope you enjoyed that sound familiar. And I like, want to throw this in there. Elle looks like a goddess today. Oh my you God. Her dress her Look at her. She got some plans. She ain't dressed for us. She dressed for somebody oh, else. Exactly. She mm-hmm. does, you do look nice, though. Thank you. Yes. Got her little dress on, her little braids, and her hair is, is blonde, looking all goddessy. I redid my little dye, so I ain't like got no a, black roots no more. Like a god. Like a goddess. All right, what do we got next? All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to sponsorship. So we are really excited. We are offering a special for the month of May. If you're interested in being sponsored, hit us up at altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com. We can do, we're doing sponsorship as low as $40. So if you're interested, hit us up. We'll give you the information. Once again, it's altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com. All right. Okay. All right. I'm ready for this because I've been waiting from the very beginning to find out what the hell he, he you know, he be he be alluding things, he be cliffhanging things. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Let's go ahead and get Let into Let me do a little remix. I can't do it. It's not done. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Oh, shit. Let's go ahead and get into my actual favorite part of the, the well, show. It's toast to wisdom. Normally, I, um, I have something written up before this portion of the show, but today I'm going to wing it. And it's uh, this week, as I mentioned earlier, that I had um, a little trying week this week. And there's things that make you sit here and look within yourself. And mm-hmm. I like when I do soul searching within myself. And I use the word humility because me and a good friend of mine got into a little tense, not argument, but a little tension this week amongst each other. And the person mean a lot to me. And... Um, it's not that he was wrong and I was right or I was wrong and he was right. It's just that we both differed on opinions on certain things and our viewpoints and perspective. So pride, the pride in me is, was almost taking over. And it was taking over whereas I was about to become uh, aggressive as well as um, mm, just, I don't want to say physical, but my pride was kind of like getting in the it was It was getting in the way and the old me, but I had to sit back and realize that that's how you lose true friends. You lose your loved ones by allowing your pride to get in the way. And I had to sit down and realize that this person means more to me than my pride. Mm-hmm. And I had to humble myself. And it's not about an apology being given, it's just your actions that you change about yourself. Not just once, but all the time when you realize you have good people in your life. You know, As you get older, you'll sit here and see that your circle gets smaller and smaller. 
And those who will remain in there, they will stay there unless you push them out. Mm -hmm. And unless you humble yourself, you won't push them out. You'll push out your pride. So that's why I say humility. So take something from this today, y'all, because I had to deal with that this week and uh, look at myself a lot. And we're not always right. It was not about us being wrong. Differences also make things right for each other also as well. It's true. Humble yourself. Have that humility. Let go of that pride and that ego and move on forward with you and your friends, your loved ones, and keep moving forward in love. You know, a lot of people aren't capable of being humble. A lot of people aren't capable of removing the ego. The ego is a very serious thing that gets in the way of a lot of, like you said, a lot of friendships, um, professional um, friendships, and uh, your, your, your personal friendships that people just don't want to say, damn, you know what? Like you just said, mm-hmm. you know, you, you my person, mm-hmm. right? And like, this shit ain't, ain't, it ain't that serious. Let's just move forward. Mm-hmm. So it is important to be able to check yourself, self-reflect, be like, you know what? Let's just move past it mm-hmm. because that's not, that's, it's, it's bigger than that. It's not. And, and, and for anything, and I'm glad that I utilize what I preach to myself and preach to other people. I oftentimes say, before you react, respond, don't react. Mm-hmm. And before you do to make that reaction, which you can't take back, you can't take back the, um, the past. Okay, once it's done, it's done. But, uh, I didn't react uh, after, I re, um, after I relaxed a little bit, let my anger uh, subside inside of me. I then responded, and he and I had a conversation which was needed, and uh, it was an understanding conversation. No pride, no ego in it, just a nice, humble conversation amongst both of us. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Can I ask you, what was the, I mean, I think this is important, what was the rub between you and your friend? Like, I don't need to know the specifics, but, what do you, why do you think the tension was created in the first place? My pride. Okay. My pride. The person didn't respond in a timely manner when I did something. Okay. And uh, it's my pride got in the way because, mm-hmm. you know, people get texts, people get phone calls. And I'm like, you know, especially when you know somebody is constantly on their phone and when they don't respond, you're like, okay, now you're ignoring me. Yeah. And my pride got in the way with that right there. Okay. And I'm, I mean, just like anybody, I'm not perfect. I work on myself, which I'm glad that I sit here and do, which we all should do. Absolutely. But at that moment, I wasn't in a good place, and I allowed my pride to step in. But then after things settled, you know, we had a conversation, and things are, things are cool. I think it's important for people, especially the separate people listening right now, is to understand that you are allowed to have disagreements. Mm-hmm. You are allowed to not get along at some time with your friends. But the important thing is you need to have a conversation and you need to have open communication about what you're feeling, how you're feeling, and given given time to discuss that in general. Most friendships or any relationship, they break and fall apart because of lack of proper communication. Exactly. We don't have healthy communication. So you should be able to have disagreements, talk it out without fighting, without degrading one another, without belittling people. You talk it out, you hash it out, and your friendship should be able to move forward without any kind of damage. And let me add to it, in that, we, make sure, we have to make sure that when we are communicating, you make sure that you have taken the time to let it subside inside of you. If you're having that communication while you're still upset, bothered, or angry, it's not going to get anywhere because a lot of times when that person is sharing with you their input or their perspective, you're not accepting it because you're still clouded by your anger. So that's a good toast of wisdom. And I think it's really important um, that you recognize that the tension was created based on your pride. I think I'm actually like the opposite. I, I, it's something I have to get, I have to talk myself out of. I always think that I'm the cause for things. Mm. But I realize that for a lot of people, they're the opposite. They always look at the other person as mm-hmm. the guilty party. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's really important to stop and ask yourself, why is the tension being created? Is it you? Is it them? And be really honest with yourself because sometimes we're not. And, and you know what? And, and that's so good to hear you say that. A lot of times what I do and I share with my clients and tell anybody, ask yourself, what part do I play in this? Right. What can I do differently? What have I done? When you ask about you, not to just point the finger at them, you'll see a lot more with your part and your role in this than what you see theirs. Absolutely. I agree. Okay. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and move on to what's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? All right. What's your ish, guys? I'm playing. All right. Who's going first? 
You are. So, my ish this week. So, I've, you know, I've been really trying to drink more water, as I said a few episodes ago, and I found myself struggling to accomplish this goal of drinking more water. So, I went out and I bought a brand new water bottle. I bought a Takia, as you see here, 32 ounce water bottle. And this is my ish this week. This water bottle is beast. And so, I mean, you can fill this water bottle up at 7 a.m. in the morning with cold water. And even at 8 p.m. it's still cold. Mm -hmm. Like it is, it's leak proof, it's vacuum insulated. There's no flavor transfer, meaning like right now, I'm sipping on some coffee in here, some Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I could finish this and immediately fill it up with water and there'll be no transfer of taste from mm -hmm. like a protein shaker from the coffee. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's just a great product. And I found myself actually drinking more water because of it, because they said more people on drink more water when the water's cold mm -hmm. instead of warm water or you know, room temperature water. And so this is my itch this week. It's a great water bottle. And I think it's going to cost you about $40. But if you're struggling to drink water and you want to carry it, this will do it for you. That's my ish this week. Okay. I like it. My ish this week is this, actually it's funny that um, Jay was talking about journaling because my ish this week is actual journal. So I got a journal called the Clever Flock, the Clever Fox Planner. It is a deluxe weekly and monthly planner. Its, its goal is focused is to increase product productivity, time management, hit your goals, organize, and also for gratitude purposes, has like a gratitude sheet. It is a pretty cool journal. So when you first open it up, you have my gratitude and self-awareness. Mm -hmm. so it has some, some prompts for you to think of, right? Mm -hmm. So the first beginning is like, I'm grateful for, what am I passionate about, skills to learn, my affirmations. They have um, pages for you to create your own vision board within your journal. Can I see you? Yeah, hold on one second. And then they have like goals, personal finances, focuses, mind maps, and then it gets into your monthly planner. And in the monthly planner, they have habits to adopt, skills to learn, things to avoid, to avoid places to go, people to see. Uh, then they have it broken down also into your weekly planner, um, going into Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And they have like your personal to-do list, this week's wins, how I'll improve next week, um, habits and skill trackers, priorities. And at the very end, they just have open pages for you to journal. Okay. And so I found it to be amazing because for me, who I love organization, I'm always doing a million things at one time, and I also like to journal. So to have my journal with my planner, it just, the two have made it really easy to a journal, but also to stay up on my organization. This is nice. It's $25. I got it on Amazon. This is not a plug or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just very, it's, it's, I really, really love it. Keeps it focused. This is my, this is my planner now. Oh, no, it's not. I'm, I'm about to debo no, your not. ass. You're I'm about to debo you. you this is my planner. You're going to use the like pink it? one. You're going to use the rose, rose right. gold. That's all right. <laughs> they have different colors, but I got the rose gold because it's my, well, my shish. My ish for this week is getting our yearly checkups that we need to do. Mm. After uh, um, reading, well, hearing about John Singleton, yeah. I realized I didn't get my yearly uh, physical this year. Mm. Uh, so that's something we all should be looking into, making sure you get your yearly physicals each year, as well as you to get your teeth cleaned twice a year. So I set my appointment for both of those this past week, and I'm going to make sure I get some clean, shinier teeth this, <laughs> this upcoming. Yeah. They always said you about a month in advance, but a month later, and... Uh, I'm going for my physical this week also. So. Yeah, it's definitely important to get the physical check. I think they say after 40, you should get everything checked every year. And so, but it seems like people are getting sicker, younger these days. And I think maybe we should be getting checked even in your late 20s and your mm -hmm. 30s as well. Like I'm mm -hmm. 38. I get my yearly, I don't do my yearly physical, but I haven't done like, um, you know, colon cancer check mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. I don't know what the actual term that is, but. But I feel like maybe I'm at a point where I probably need to do it and not wait till you're 50 to do it. And, and what I was, and that's a good point. Why I would suggest people do also is that if you have an online calendar like Google Calendar, you put that on it and you make sure that each year it, it pops back up at a certain time so you can sit here and see that you need to go for your checkup, your physical, or whatever, because it does help out. This way, you're not even though throughout the year you may forget it, but it's still on your calendar throughout the year. 
you know, so try that. Agreed. And going back to your journaling, Earl. Did you want to see it? No, I don't want to see it. I just want to touch base. I, I just think that it's important. I want to say to people, the sippers, that journaling is one of the things that actually got me started as an author. It's like all my all my writing started in my journal, my own personal thoughts. And that's, as I started to share those thoughts, it just allowed me to get a lot of stuff off my head, out of my body to, to start journaling. So journaling is a dope concept. And I think... I know I tell a lot of my clients that I have this, like, look, write down your thoughts and because it just helps you express yourself. If you don't know your own mind, then how do you expect anyone else to? And I think journaling really does help you understand yourself better. All right, guys, it's that time. It's that time of the year. What's the Who time? Who has the final sip? Anybody? We know Jay always has a final sip. I always have a final I'm trying to sound like TJ when I sing. It's not good. It's not working. You're not me. <laughs> I sound so divinely. All right. So <laughs> so the would-be NYC subway bomber, I'm trying to pronounce this like TJ, said Naji Buala Zazi will be released soon from time for time served. Now, he was one of the men who was caught preparing for a 9-11 anniversary suicide bomb attack. Um, 10 years ago. Now, ultimately, he didn't go through with it, and he ended up turning himself in. He is about to get released, right? Um, he had 10 years in jail as a terror informant. So, apparently, he helped the United States with many attacks, and other, a lot of attacks in other countries due to his knowledge of being in Al-Qaeda when he was there in training. My question to you two, do you agree that he should be released and allowed to be an American citizen again or once a terrorist always a terrorist that's a hard one um and think about it he he's helped a lot of us the United States agencies yeah. as an informant they've captured people because of him he has stopped helped stop terrorist attacking other countries based on his information and they say you know what because of the time served and the time of what you've done to redeem yourself we're going to let you out well let me ask you guys this to answer that when an individual gets a felony charge against them Okay. No matter what they do, they do their time, they come out, they may do uh, uh, volunteer work and so forth too. Does that charge come off with their record? No, that felon does not come off. Then that's my answer. Ooh, that's a, okay. That's an answer. So you're saying he's always a terrorist then? Certain crimes, look, you get some people who get felony charges for some minor things. Yeah. It's true. But it still stays with them their whole life. And yeah. then they can't get a job. They have yeah. a hard time in life trying to move forward because that charge is always over top of their head. Yeah. So being a terrorist against the country, yeah, that's even higher. But is he? Did he just come out of the jail? But it's still on his record, right? This oh, he's always going to be known as the person who tried to blow up the subway mm -hmm. um, ten years ago. It's 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 it should stay there. Until they change the law. Should he be, he, he, should he stay in jail? No, I'm not saying he should stay in jail. Yeah. But being known as a terrorist, if I'm correct, that yeah. your question was, yes, he should be. Yeah, I think, he, I think he, should, he should always be labeled as a terrorist. I also don't know if I'm completely comfortable with him getting out of jail, to be completely honest I with mean, you. I mean, that part. Either. You know, like, yes, either. he helped for 10 years, and yes, he gave a lot of useful information, but and it, by all accounts, based on what I've read, they said that he is a reformed person. He, but how do we know that he is truly reformed? Like, how he might come out, how he might go back to doing it again? Yeah. He, he deserved his chance. He did do his time. And he did deserve his chance in society to sit here and become a better citizen, a better person. But at the same time, uh, until we have better laws that pertain to each of each individuals out here, especially those who may have a felony charge as well as some other charges against them. You get some people who say they, they may make a mistake with a minor female, okay? They didn't know. Yeah. I remember this one case real quick. This guy, he had uh, met a young lady at a bar. They ended up having sex. She was a minor. Mm. He didn't know it. She had a fake ID. But for the rest of his life, he's known he has that charge against him. Yeah. And, and, and so is that fair and is that right? So yeah. until, the, until the system changed the way they go about laws and putting the title on top of these people, Right now, it's deserving only. That's what we would I mean, I can't argue with that. All right. All right, guys, if that's it, any other final sips? No, that's it. I'll be I'm, I'm getting ready to go to Houston. I won't be here next week, Sippers. Ooh. I know. You think, who do you think Vacation he is, time. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Hold on. Before you go, I'm going to give you a... I'm, I'm, let's make a little... If you can answer this one question, uh -huh. I'll give you $10. 10 $10. It's okay. not much. Who was Houston's, the name of their original football team? Who? Say it again. Really? 
What's the name of the Houston Oilers? Give me my ten dollars, son. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't that okay. young. Who was the who was their main running back back then as well? Eddie George. No. Oh. Before him. Before Eddie George? Uh, they had a quarterback, Ken Stabler, Ken the State's ta- Stabler. Oh, that's way before my time on that one. Uh, that wasn't a question, though. He had one I question. Know, oh, I, okay. I know, you get your $10. You get your $10. <laughs> like, give me my $10, give Negro. Give me my $10, The running back was Earl Campbell. Earl Campbell. He, he was, was a beast. Dope. He, was, he dope. was a beast. Okay. All right. I see you. All right, with that, guys, I'm going to go ahead and call this sip session. Door. Hello. Cut. Perfect. That built-in foundation of racism says that if black people get together, you know, in any way, on any mental level, you know, then they they don't think that it's it, it that it, it will serve the positive good of everyone. Yeah, but isn't that because white people are frightened of black people? They don't have anything to fear from 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 black people who want who want to organize and be unified, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. What you do have to fear is if you don't allow people to or be organized and unified, then you, 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 those, that energy that they have is gonna be displaced in other wings.